What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes, episode 62. The They still don't deserve to have episodes named after players because the team is still kind of sucking. Uh, the 62nd episode, uh, the nameless player episode of Tuck Rule Takes. I am Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, Lee and McDade. And once again, we have our our pseudo somewhat third co-host big al here as well um last tuck rule takes of 2022 guys so um kind of a kind of a turning the page turning of the page type of episode here um real quick since we didn't say it last time last episode was the episode before christmas just quick 60 seconds how was your guys christmas good relaxing exactly how i wanted it to be there we go. Love it. Liam, how was well, your Christmas? Yeah, it was uh it was about as good as I could ask for. I was able to avoid my extended family, which was the best part of it. I sat down on my ass and I drank and gambled my face off. Really, it was a fantastic day. Sun up to sundown, wasn't sober the entire time. It was glorious. Yeah, no, I I feel like that's pretty much how it is. Christmas Eve is really the night, I feel like, where people go ham Christmas, you kind of deal with it in the afternoon and then just start again at night. But yeah, same, pretty much same thing here. Um, good, good day. My least favorite holiday, but what really fucked up, fucked everything up. Oh yeah, definitely. We fucked everything up for Patriots fans. As we all know, Patriots lost 22 to 18. Um, first time that score has ever happened. By the way, first time a game has ever <laughs> that, ended in that. That's score. a fact. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, Scorigami, that baby. That is Scorigami. Um, so you know, Patriots are just doing a bunch of firsts, a bunch of monumental things this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I this my my opening thought thoughts about this game. I think I let myself be less upset because of how it ended. It was one of those ones where it kind of ended on like the, ah, we were right there note. But when you have 70 yards of offense in the first half, and I think what, like two or three first downs, if that, maybe yeah. one, maybe five at the most. I I, I just, it's, this, this team might suck, guys. Like, I, that is what I was thinking to start it. Talk That's me what off I've been the ledge. You. <laughs> Please talk me back from the ledge. Uh, I, let me just jump right into this one here. I Let's don't go. know who to point blame to. Like, Actually. I'm trying to blame Defelect, and I don't know who, because I want to blame Mac, but he fucking killed it in the second half. And overall, he had a pretty damn good game. Yeah, he offense did. was just anemic in the first half. So many missed opportunities. If we could put up one, one touchdown or hit some extra points, like we're far more in the game than we were at the end of it. He made some incredible throws again after like a first half where I'm like, this is, this is terrible. He looks terrible. The team looks terrible. Yeah. We get that sideline throw late in the game to Kendrick Bourne. Dots the eye. I'm like, oh, shit, Mac, come on now. Yep. And like, it all comes back into favor. The Patriots storm back. The defense looks fantastic. And then, just like the last game, when you have hope, when your heart is filled with love, something really stupid happens. And you're just like, well, that happened again. All right, it's, all right, all right. Like, it's it's just, just our so life. So infuriating. Now. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's Man, our life. 
Al, were you as all over the place as I was? Because I feel like I was at like a, a funeral for my greatest rival. Like I felt great and I felt sad. <laughs> there was a brief moment in that game where I said to myself, they might do this. They might pull this off and then they're eight and seven. Then they Fuck can yeah. split the last two weeks and then they got a shot. But then I realized, oh, wait, this is the 2022 New England Patriots I'm talking about. So let's let's think about this, right? This is this is the perfect um, – this is the perfect just like synopsis, perfect snapshot of the Patriots season. First half, they let the Bengals kill them. And I mean, kill them in the first half. Up and yep. down the field, Joe Burrow's looking Who like the an hell is candidate. Trenton, who is Trenton Irwin? <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a made-up Madden name. That's what yeah, that literally, that's a creative player. It, it's, uh. It sounds like Steve Irwin's like other son that's going to yeah. hunt crocodiles after. Yeah. But, but yeah. anyways, so then second <laughs> half, right? Now the tides start to turn. Marcus Jones, pick six. Shout out to Marcus Jones because he is the MVP this year as yep. far as like unexpected Clearly guys. Clearly I was favoring the wrong Jones. Might yeah, not play this were. weekend, but we'll get into that. Yep, exactly, which would bring a tear to my eye. Then like Liam mentioned, they drive down the field. Mac Jones, beautiful pass to Kendrick Bourne in uh, the right yep. the corner of the end zone. Uh, so hashtag play I'm KB. sitting in a puddle just thinking about it. So yep, good. Hashtag- Hashtag play KB because he should should have been yep. playing the whole year. Yeah, and then clean a hundred yards. That's just then, awesome. I love when players get a flat hundred yards. I'm like, nice, right? And then just and not only it is, but not only that, right? Then think about this: it's 22-12. It's third and twenty nine. We're thinking to ourselves, all right, this game's about to be over because they're going to turn the ball over all this and all this. All of a yep. sudden, Mac Jones just hucks it down the field. Scotty Washington, a practice squad member, coming up because we had tight end you know, <laughs> like Hunter Henry and John Smith basically out. Scotty Washington, like the ball's hit out of his hand, it's right into Jacoby Myers' hands, and he walks into the end zone. And that's a and miracle like, play. And shit like the whole time. Like, yeah, you're like they're coming back. No one, and then, no one yep. tips a pass for a touchdown unless they're winning the game. And then, and then, right? The Bengals have the ball. It's a third down. Matt Judon, Defensive Player of the Year candidate, swats basically strips not strip sack, sorry, but strips the ball out of Jamar Chase's hands. Patriots recover. They put it all drop back in coverage line. too. When does oh you? God, you're bringing me back. Coverage. I'm so excited now. Let's now, go. Now, Keep going now. Yeah, now, do the Patriots win this time around? Well, Shh, don't ruin well, the end. It's <laughs> so it's 22 18. They drive down the field. They're at the five yard line, and I'm saying to myself, oh please let this be different. For once, please let this be different. But then, unfortunately, the twisted part of my brain, the pessimistic side of my brain said, you fool. You know how this is going to end this year. You know how what's going to happen. Next play, Mondre Stevenson carries the ball, fumbles it, Bengals recover, and that pretty much put a damper into any hopes of them coming back. Second fumble so, of the game for him, by the way. Second yeah, fumble. I, that's starting true. to be an issue. So it really do be your own though. Dude carried us all season and now all of a sudden it's like he's completely again, ruining game for us. But again, right? Again, this is the perfect snapshot of their season. They give us a reason not to believe, then they start being competitive, and then they start mm-hmm. doing a little bit of good, and then they go right back downhill. They just go flat, and then they just rip our hearts out, and then it's the same cycle every week. And yeah, and and I heard this on the radio, and and I know there are some takes out there that are bad, but this is a good take. The last twenty years, the Patriots found ways to win those games. Now mm-hmm. they're seemingly finding ways to lose them. And creative to creatively <laughs> too. Very creative. give them props. Terribly. Give them props. Where yeah, it's give them pro- yeah, the biggest loser. That's yeah. that's what we're calling the Patriots right now. The biggest losers. But 
again, you first, a, you're worst. It was a fun game. Do I think they deserve to win the game? No, but could they have won the game? Yeah, obviously. It was right there for them. So it is what it is. I don't Honestly, know. the whole it's, game was just a tease. It was like getting an OTPHJ from a stripper. I'm like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And then it just falls apart. Like, uh, it, like I don't just the whole thing going up to the end. I felt the opposite out. The, the little voice in my head was like, yo, this is it. We're doing it. This is when the, this is when this is when it turns around. Yo. It's like we're at the five. Like what? There's there is no way. There's no yeah. way that we're not going to score here. They, they've like, been moving the ball. What could go wrong? Mac is chucking it down on the left sideline, the right sideline, deep over the middle. He's doing little dipsy do things that are incompletions that, that should have been fumbles. He's doing all these things, but it just comes down to, like Liam said, it do be your own. It is the Patriots. <laughs> that was the, the, the what I will agree, Al. You are hundred percent correct. It is a microcosm of the entire season. That's the, the word I was looking for. Thank you. The, it's like my favorite. It's a big word, word for you. Al, the, you know. Yep. The the Patriots screwed the Patriots. I'll go Vince McMahon. Brett screwed Brett. The Patriots screw the Patriots. That's what they do. They bring you back. They 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 start themselves not even at negative one. They start themselves not even in the race. Not even at at the stadium for the race. Yeah. Everybody else is running. The Patriots come in. Oh shit! Hold on. Let me get in. It's like they hit. It's like they hit like the Mario Kart mushroom and they just start going. They're lapping everybody. And you're like, holy shit, they're going to do it. You know what? Because we because fucking stupid optimists like me, it's like, you know why I keep thinking that this team might do shit? Because I've seen them do it. We saw them do it for a quarter and a half on on Saturday. We saw them come back. What a team looks like when they're throwing the ball, when there's a little bit of blocking, when there was no run game. I mean, shit. Uh, Stevenson had 30 yards. The next closest one was born with 29. So, like, okay. Great run, by the way. The end rounds. Great run. Great run. Remember at the fucking end rounds. This is what we fucking said. Jet sweeps, end rounds, fucking do things. I don't want to say me and Mike should be offensive coordinators for the Pats, but me and Mike should be offensive coordinators for the Pats. I will say, we would be better you know why first of all entertaining as fuck there would have been a fucking flea flicker by now i I was literally just about to say i know you're throwing in a flea flicker there this game and max said it in one of his um his press things someone asked him about the game coming up against the dolphins he was like this is it you got to go out there and just sling it this is the last game of the year for all intents and purposes if you lose break out the fucking flea flicker like yeah. play action is awesome. You know what the best play action play is? A fucking flea flicker. Cause you go deep in the line, you turn around, you toss it. It's that nice casual. Oh, here we go. Throw, but knowing the Patriots, Stevenson will toss it back. It'll bounce off max head and it'll fucking, I don't know. The dolphins guy will pick it up and run it back for a touchdown. But like, it's just this, you're right now. This entire, this entire second half of the game was the Patriots season. Not not like it was the season, like the season's over now, but right. like it was just the season in the sense that, like you said, they give you chances. They show you what they can do when, you know, things are are kicking on almost all cylinders. And then it's just that crucial mistake, which, like you said, normally the Patriots find ways to win this these games. They wait for other teams to make these mistakes. And I've seen this take everywhere, too. The Patriots have become the team that the old Patriots used to wait for to make the mistakes. That's yeah. who the Patriots are right now, and it, it we're, sucks. We're also a victim of our own success, too. We saw 
you know, them come back against the Peyton Manning led Broncos down 24 to three at halftime to come back mm-hmm. and win when idiot Wes Welker fumbled the punt. We had the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. The only overtime Super Bowl victory came to us down 28 to three. So we are a victim of our own success looking at the score and going, gee, they're, they're not even, you know, three touchdowns away. We got this. That's, that's easy. Yep. And then they get two touchdowns. You're like, oh, yep. we're so in this. And then, of course, crashing back to reality. But crashing, there's a but crashing. but there's a difference. There's a difference, Liam. Those teams had a legit offensive coordinator and had mm-hmm. legitimate offensive weapons. This team does I don't not know if have it's the offensive coordinator though. Who is it? Really, who would oh, you yeah. blame then? I, yes, that's the thing. I don't. Blame? I don't know. Everybody. I don't. Fucking. I don't exactly. I think everyone just sucks because, like, in the second half, like the play calling was great. Kendrick once Moore again scoreless. Worked. This defense once again held the team scoreless. I think this is what three games in a row. Yeah, or is it two or and three? Honestly, I feel again, so bad for this defense. Like Marcus Jones balling out of his mind. Probably McCordy's last year. Dude's out there sacrificing himself. He would lie, cheat, beg, borrow, and steal to get a ring in his last year. He's out there balling for to no avail. Like I said, Judon's dropping back in coverage and stripping people for fumbles. What more can you ask? But for? it's but it's not the offensive coordinator's fault that you choose to include arguably their best player on offense four months into the season when the season's about four and a half months, right? Who's that? You're That's gonna argue you're gonna argue Kendrick Bourne's the best player. Offensively, like everything that's going on for receivers, I'm talking just receivers right now, receivers wise. I think Kendrick Bourne is the number one receiver on this team. Yes, I'm going to argue you should be locked in a cage. That was, I think that that, that goes that to me goes to Jacoby Myers. He's still my guy. Well, Jacoby okay, Myers. Let me. Is, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say so, Parker. Fuck all you. Parker can't stay healthy. How Doesn't can you matter. Have a number one receiver. When, Doesn't when matter when, when he plays. He's damn good. He's the best player. Yes, when but he plays. listen to what you just said. When <laughs> he plays, that means he has to be on the field, Liam. He hasn't hey, been on the field for hey, three weeks. Hey. He, yeah, he played over ten games. He hasn't done that in like five years. I will take that. I know, I, I know. That. Remember, remember, we went over that all his injuries yeah. and all that shit. I, but first I get it. He he's going to miss a couple games, but like he's sick, so it doesn't not, matter. Not a couple concussion. Games, but he's anyways, not even sick. Hey, hey anyways, hey, I I bet if the Patriots were good, he'd probably be playing. But like he's probably like, eh, who really gives? The a Patriots shit? are in the midst of a playoff hunt. They're in the midst to make the playoffs. Yeah, do you, you think they're going to make the there? playoffs, Al? Yeah, you're do goddamn I think they're right. Going I do. To? Do I think they're going to? You no. are goddamn but right. Do well, I think they'll make it interesting? Yes. But here's the yeah. thing, right? Okay, so Kendrick Bourne. The reason I'm saying he's your number one receiver right now, Mike. You can make the argument that Jacoby Myers is a good slot receiver. I can give you that. He's a very good, good slot, slot receiver. receiver. That's where we start. Very, very That's good. That's the baseline. Very, very good slot receiver. And I want yeah. him back. Don't make that – don't misconstrue that. I want Jacoby Myers back on the Patriots in 2020. I want him dead. Headline. That's, That's, headline. That's, headline. Big Al does not want Jacoby Myers back. That's all I yeah, – that's, I that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Keep, uh, proceed. Proceed wow. in your weather look, look, look for that tweet wow. on the Tuck Rule takes like page later. Treat I'm gonna like do it right now. I'm, I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send out that tweet right now and say like next. But you speak uh, among. Yeah. Speak, keep keep talking your blasphemy. The your lies. Blasphemy. The lies. Oh, tweeting it right now. Keep talking. That's keep, so mean. That's so big, mean. Big Al wants Jacoby <laughs> out. That's so mean. Wow. Um, I'll, well, I can defend myself. That's okay. Yeah. All right, but anyway. No... So, so I want Jacoby Myers back in New England, and this fool is just making up lies. But whatever. It is yep, what totally. it is. Totally. Yep. Now you're covering your tracks. That's fine. I mean, you didn't hear what I said, but then again, you never listen to a thing I say. So no, whatever. why would I? Why should, I was going to say, why would I? When I give you good advice, too, you don't listen to it. But Kendrick Bourne <laughs> is advice. a guy that Mac Jones loves to throw to. 
He's a guy that current that we see can create separation. He's a guy that can make tough catches. He's a yep. guy that can extend extend the pylon. A guy that can extend drives. He's I a agree. Guy You're appreciative really of the congregation. Everything. I like him. Right, and I do too. But the thing is, the reason I'm saying he's your number one receiver right now is because Devontae Parker can't stay healthy. Your boy Nelly, sorry, he's not a number one receiver. That's just not happening. Tyquan Thornton is, is a guy – well, you know it's true. Tyquan Thornton is a guy that I think is going to be good, but he needs some time to develop, and we've seen that. We saw it on Saturday. Had a ball in his hands, a beautiful throw by Mac Jones, just lets it drop. A veteran receiver, a good veteran receiver, catches that. So that's another issue. And then who are their other receivers? Like, who else can you realistically put up there? So that's why I'm saying Kendrick Bourne, you have him involved in the offense. Mike alluded to it, the jet sweeps. You know, you can use him in different ways. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, it's yeah. an ugly scene. <sighs> yeah, it's it's ugly. So I, I will I, – I get what you're saying about Kendrick Bourne. I think he is – not even he he's he's up there. He he should be playing more. It's very clear that him. Yeah, we've said and, that all year. That's not a debate. Very he clear be that him rotation. and Mac have a connection. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that he's not that in in Liam to go to your point, I think that is one of the bigger indictments on Matt Patricia. Like even even if you don't like the play calls or like is that you know, a Matt Patricia you, call you, though, or is that think, a Bill Belichick call? You have to think that it's a Matt Patricia call because what because. Bill Bill Belichick. It's got to be signed off by Bill. If Bill wants him to play, he would play. Does you it though? Think, does that happen? Because there's times you think Bill doesn't have final say in this bitch. Bill's the overlord. Well, if 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 he does, then then you got to put a hundred percent of the blame on everything going on this season on him because then he has the the uh, the ultimate you know final say on the plays well, that are being called. If you know Kendrick I mean? Bourne was a regular in the rotation, does that win us two more games? I don't think so. No, no. See, it's in that's that's the that's the ultimate what if game where I end up just kind of putting my hands up and going, who knows? Because you don't know. Probably not. Most likely, could because the Patriots would probably still find a way to lose those games. So yeah, I it, mean, he's it, not. It, it he's is great, but he's not a difference maker. If if we had Devonte no. Parker and he wasn't playing, or I mean, uh, Devonte Adams and he wasn't playing, then I'd be like, what the hell's up with this? But it's Kendrick Bourne here. Like he's he's good. He's above average. I like him, yeah. but. Yeah. He doesn't win us games. It's cool. He went out and balled as he should. He's he he can't he can't give you the opportunity to win games because he's not on the field as much as he should be. But if he if say we played him every snap this entire season, say he's mm-hmm. the only goddamn receiver. We have four Kendrick Bournes out there running routes. <laughs> we're not we're not winning Kendrick more games. But your offense is more productive because you have guys that I don't think it is. To throw to. I don't think it is. I think so. so. So I you will really I put will, a lot of faith in Kendrick Bourne. More than any of these other receivers. He had like 700 I, yards last year. That's, you know, it's underwhelming. Did see, but did you watch how he played? Did you watch the production? Yeah, I did. I watched every in game. In the Dallas game, game in the Cleveland game, average. in the Tennessee game, yeah. in the Jets game. In the in Saints a bunch game, of games he was great too. Yeah. He was. What about earlier this season? The fumble, the fumbling problems he had. The I mean, granted, yep. it's tough to get in rhythm if you're not playing a lot. But still. Right, yeah, he's going to make mistakes, and I understand that. I yeah, understand he, that, and he should. He should. But here's the thing: you just can't have the, you can't do those things like make the good plays, and then obviously fumble and drop some easily catchable balls if you're not on the field. So if you're not on the field, how are you going to be able to prove whether you should be on the field or not? Because you're he, late, he was on the field and fumbled a couple times. Because so. yes, but here's the thing: if you're late by five minutes, you should be getting less snaps per week than 
you know, everybody else when you were one of the more productive receivers in a season where you went 10 and seven and went to the wild card game. If you're late by five minutes, you should be shipped off to the Amazon to survive on your own. This is the Patriots. Oh we oh we God. run a militant schedule, and that's the way it always has been. Just because Tom Brady isn't here now, everything's lackadaisical. No, this is Bill's house. <laughs> if you lose, I'm surprised Jacoby Myers is still on the team. Jacoby Myers shouldn't be allowed to see his family ever again. Bill should have him chained up in a basement where he feeds him through a tube. There should be – and that's the way the Patriots run. It is strict militant schedule if you're five minutes late you don't care that much you're getting paid millions to show up five minutes early if you're not five minutes early you are late get fucked al retort i I have i have a i have a question for you liam so so we were we were talking about this right and mike i need you to correct me on this if i'm wrong Ramondre Stevenson, he fumbled the ball with like less than a minute left to potentially go ahead and win the game correct he did correct he did correct okay Bill Belichick in the past, right? If this was, say, 10 years ago, we'll even say five years ago, would he or would he have not probably bashed the the player, not maybe in public, but behind the scenes been like, okay, you're in the doghouse, you know, yeah. whatever. He probably would have done that, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. Did you see what Bill Belichick said in his press conference when asked about the question? No, I don't listen to the press conferences because what does Bill Belichick have to say in the press conference? We're, we're, on, we're on to Miami. Bill Belichick actually defended Ramondre Stevenson uh, okay. and said that it was for a progress. So my point to you is this. I'm not saying that's lackadaisical, but there have definitely been some changes from the way that things happened two decades ago to right now. No, don't even give me that. Because I disagree. Guess what? I disagree. If this, was, if this was five years ago, Ramondre Stevenson would be on the bench he would not see playing time for probably three games. He probably yeah. would have been traded. We've seen this Remember before. Steven, hold on, hold We've on. We've seen this before. Hold on, hold on. Remember Stephen Ridley? Remember how good yeah. he was? That's exactly where remember I'm going with he, this. Remember when he started fumbling? What happened? Yeah. He got put in the doghouse. Jonas Gray? Was My boy Jonas, Jonas Gray? Gray? Another when he started example. fumbling, he finished out the season. He played the rest of the games except for the Jonas Gray game. And then I'm what happened to, to Jonas you. Gray? He didn't start the next week. Who started? I'm... Stephen Ridley. Who started the week after that? Stephen fucking Ridley. Who kicked in the door in the game after that? Stephen Ridley. And then who got cut in the offseason? Stephen Ridley. <laughs> okay, so you, you literally just... He's Mike, he's... Uh, 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 yeah, but we're not going to cut Ramondre Stevenson. Think, okay, do you do you think, Al, that this... Uh, probably a question a little bit more for you because it kind of goes with your point. Yes, mm-hmm. Bel- Belichick said all the good things about him and all that stuff in the in the little press thing. Do you think that it's more by necessity that he's not going to cut back on Stevenson's playing time, but with Bourne, he can do that with Bourne or, you know, him and Patricia, whoever, the, the, the brain trust, they can do it with Bourne because you got Aguilar, Parker, Myers, like, you know, you have right. the other guys out there. So I, I, I think that's really what it comes down to. Belichick it's also would different probably, positions too. Belichick would, exactly. Belichick would love to probably, you know, punish, run Stevenson through the ringer in there. He also sees one of two things. He sees that Stevenson is probably pound for pound the Patriots' best offensive player. And yep. two, that's really where they have to go through offense. On uh, necessity, Damian Harris, uh, Harris is, you know, nicked up with his hamstring and everything. Then you got two rookies. So you kind of have to keep him in there. You don't want to kill his confidence. Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne, this is the last year of his contract. 
I mean, he's in a crowded room. Regardless yeah, one more, yeah, of, one more, yeah, yeah, one more, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I always get him in him and Aglor no, confused. Um, but I mean, I think it's just one of those things where it's, it's purely circumstantial. And also, Belichick has changed the way that he coaches. I think he's a little bit more not 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 his philosophies, not not what he believes, but how he goes about to get to the final product. I think the final decision. He he doesn't mm-hmm. do it the same way he did. 20, 10 years What's ago, different. even five years ago. Yeah, I, I think that's it. But I do think that if you had a healthy Damian Harris and a James White, um, rest in peace, or like, uh, or, or, you know, if, if you know, Harris, one of the Harris brothers back there was ready to go or, or Pierre Strong, um, then maybe Stevenson would get more, would get more, you know, more reprimanded for his actions. But I think right now, Belichick's probably like, you know what? My team is going through enough shit I'm not going to ruffle feathers and punish someone that everybody on the offense, everybody on the team has said. I mean, I think Adrian Phillips said something along the lines of there's really nothing to say to him. I'm not going to beat him down because he's been one of our best players. We all believe in him. So but, I, but I think in, that's what it comes down to. But in that, so in that example, Mike, and I, and I think there's some truth to that, which I will give you credit for, even though you bashed me on Twitter and I bashed you right back, but that's a different story. But anyways, I know so nothing of that. I don't run the Tuck Rule Takes Twitter account. I, I I can't help what they tweet out. That's our business, guys. I'll, I'll get you the number to them. Hey, hey, Mike, you know what rhymes with hit? Bullshit, because that's what you're talking right now. But anyways, so now with that, right? We're a rapper all thing. of a sudden. <laughs> Spit bars, baby. <laughs> what? What's the thing? What's the thing, Al? I'll tell you the thing, damn it. Let me talk. So with that, <laughs> the running back situation, you played, correct me if I'm wrong, but you played – Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris in the Cardinals game when Stevenson got hurt, and you, you were fine in that game. Now I know because the Cardinals he had to. opponent, yeah, right, he had to, but you still saw he could have very realistically, he could very realistically think, you know what, Ramondre maybe needs to sit. I can play these two rookie running backs; they won't fumble the ball, and I got two of them to pick from. Along with this offense, with the wide receiving core, this is all I'm saying. Again, Nelson Aguilar hasn't really done much this year; hasn't done a lot. Uh, Hasn't done nothing. I'm not yeah. saying he hasn't done anything, but he hasn't done a lot. There's a difference. Tyquan Thornton has had one or two decent games, but other than that, one. not really a lot. His big game was Cleveland. What was his other really big game? Nothing. I said one. Thank you. Game. Thank you for proving my point. I said one or I two. Know. Games. No, I agree. Yeah, it's one. Thank you. It is flat okay. out one. Okay. All right. Two implies that he had more than one game. Devontae Parker. I will give him credit where credit is due. When he's played. He looks like he can be a number one receiver, looks but great. he's not healthy enough to be a number one receiver. That's two, all I'm saying here. Two games. Two games. Two games. I. How many games has he played this year? Can someone someone check that? One of you guys check that. How many games what? has he played this year? I have a question. I have Liam check that. I have a question. What What are we? Who? This is this is my issue with Kendrick Bourne. We and so many people spend way too much fucking time talking about it. Like it. He he is a nice piece at the end of the day. That's what he is. He's not a number one because because to be honest, the Patriots don't have a true number one receiver because Devontae Parker has been hurt. When he does play, he shows like he is the number one. But the whole Kendrick Bourne conversation, I'm sick of it because whenever he makes one play, it's a litany of tweets, a litany of talk show topics where it's like, oh, you got to play Kendrick Bourne. Parker has played nine games. He's nine out of okay. Uh, wait a minute. Time out. You said he played nine games. Yeah. Liam, their record is seven and eight. What's fifteen minus nine? 
well, actually. Is it four? Um, four? No. Well, hold on. Six. I'm looking at this. He missed the Steelers game. He missed the Jets game. And he missed the last game. Or the last two games. So, yeah, four. He's missed four. There's no way that math adds up. Then he had to have played in 11 games this year. Because that's four you're missing. Basic math, 15 minus 11 equals four. So if he's played in nine games, that means he's missed six of them. Right, hold That's on, simple hold on, math. Hold on. Hold on okay. Hold on. While 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 Liam oh, he's played. Yeah, he's played in twelve games. He's played in twelve games. Okay, okay fine. Love fine. Uh, okay, fine. Fine. Okay. Had, Sorry, I was I was like going game by game counting instead of just going on football reference and checking. Your math, your math still doesn't add up, but it's whatever. I don't expect my math it, doesn't add up. Twelve games. Twelve minus four, <laughs> so he missed three games. All right, it doesn't matter. I told you I was counting by game the first time. I'm I'm doing manual counting instead of looking at a number on a computer. I'm also trying to talk to you, Jarhead, so I'm trying to figure this out here. No, Al is the only Jarhead saying that he hates Jacoby Myers. He is the only one saying that. You're right. We are a huge Jacoby Myers. Huge, very pro-Jacoby Myers. And he comes on here on this tirade. Granted, I want Jacoby Myers dead, so I don't care. Uh, This is my last appearance on this podcast. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. Well, of the Why year, are you yes, on Jacoby Myers podcast. How about that? Oh, wait, he doesn't thought... have one because he's too busy being the number one receiver for the Patriots. Um, <laughs> too so... busy throwing it to Chandler Jones when he's done. Yeah. Well, uh... I mean, that, yeah, that, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that week. That's every week, it, there's just more bullshit. Um, so I don't. <laughs> I, clearly, I clearly that, we have a lot of feelings and blame, and we're just shooting it all over. Yeah, the place. yeah, the blame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are just yeah shooting it all over the place. The what it, yeah, what it comes down what to, said. I think, kind of looking at it, I don't think if we're gonna have the the blame pie here, I think of all the people. And since we're actually talking about players, the team right now, not coaching, because the coaching will lead us into what we're gonna talk about after with kind of what's going on with coaching. Then the Dolphins game coming up, but I don't think. The, the person that I think deserves the least amount of blame here is Mac Jones. I'm not saying he deserves no blame, but I there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk about, I, in fact, I saw it on, I think it was the get, get up or something like that. Some, one of those bullshit talk shows that like, aren't, you know, your big four talk shows. And they were like, should the Patriots keep or dump Mac Jones? And I'm like, I get that he has definitely taken a bit of a step back, which by the way, I actually have stats to prove that he really hasn't because over this same stretch, these for these weeks, these five games last year, Mac Jones was 87 of 138, 980 yards, five touchdowns, five picks. This year, he's 108 of 174, 1,164 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. So while the team looks shitty, Mac Jones is actually doing better statistically than he was last year with a worse fucking team. And if you're and if you're like, oh well, Mike, who were the teams they were playing? They played the Bengals, Raiders, Cardinals, Bills, and Vikings this year when he put up those numbers last year he played the bills twice the colts the titans and the falcons so this year's competition was definitely a lot more difficult as well so i don't want to hear that mac jones is the problem is he is he not is he making he's not dynamic like yeah he's 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 not going out there and carrying the team on his own no 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 and and honestly i wouldn't even expect him to and it's the same shit people forget what what were people saying about uh trevor lawrence last year bust what were people saying about joe burrow before he went you know joe cool and all that stuff oh yeah he's a nice quarterback but can he do whatever and then all of a sudden he started putting his team on people's on his back josh allen everybody's fucking darling sucked 
for his yeah. first couple of years, his first yeah. few years. More not good. Not good. And now all of a sudden he's the second coming of Peyton Manning in the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Mahomes, Josh Allen thing. So the Matt Jones shit, you got to He is still in his second year. Calm down. Everybody needs to calm down about him. He was also hurt for a few games. So that kind of fucked up the whole thing. He has an offensive coordinator. Or, you know, I won't even talk. Had that weird Bears game, too, where he played like a a drive. Which which was two or three series. Yeah. Which which was done, which that that I will rip into Belichick about because I think that yeah, was one of the terrible. dumbest things he's ever done. That happen. One of the dumbest things he's ever done. But yeah. I I just Matt Jones twenty one of thirty three two hundred forty yards two touchdowns. Um I I just I don't know what else Matt Jones can do. He has receivers yeah. who um and and I don't know uh, Al you probably heard it uh Liam you probably didn't they asked Troy Brown who's the wide receivers coach about um like you know spacing and oh, wide yeah, receivers yeah. doing all that and Troy Brown yep. said it's it's not a it's, to paraphrase it's not a major issue it's just paying attention to details you had all the people who know what they're talking about the reporters oh it's not major issues you had Greg Bedard posting pictures of receivers running into each other and all that then you had people who have actually played the game who know what they're talking about i.e. Matt Chatham who I follow who seems to always have like kind of at least a commonsensical view about things and he said it really is just details. It is yeah. just the fact that the rub routes or routes that are supposed to cross each other or things like that, they're not being run precisely enough. So that's why you have yeah. receivers running into each other. They're Don't running them at the wrong. same depth. There should it, be one yeah. guy going shallow, one guy going deep. It, 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 and, but the thing is, and of course, a lot of times there have been routes where people aren't meant to like cross routes or rub or whatever, and they're just in the same area which is not yeah. good. But a lot of the times it is just receivers not running crisp routes, lackadaisical getting into their route. Jonu Smith last Sox. week against the Raiders when when Matt did the touchdown where he jumped over the line, Jonu Smith fucking gets to the line, starts pointing around for no damn reason. Like, get to the line. It does not matter if you don't, like, yeah. I, I'm not going to talk about that game again. But my thing with Matt Jones, it's just there's what what else is he supposed to do? I'm not saying he's perfect, but what else is he supposed to do with an offensive line? He has a turnstile at left tackle. It's all crazy on the right side. He really just has Andrews and Cole Strange as your two, you know, yeah. stalwarts. Everybody else sucks. What's quick he supposed side, to do? Uh, quick, I, I, quick, I'd argue on Wanu. Quick side note on details. Always forget though. about him. Yep. Nelson Aguilar knows how to run a crossing route. I seem to recall yes. in the Super in the Super Bowl against the uh, Patriots when he was on the Eagles, him high fiving Torrey Smith as they both ran across the middle. And Man, the fact that you're an Eagles 13. fan is the biggest red flag I have ever. <laughs> yeah, I, have I just, ever I just seen. wanted to point out. I'm saying anyone who oh can my God, run, a, is, run a crossing that... route and toss a high five mid route to his boy and still catch one of 13 bats in the Super Bowl. Guy knows, guy knows how to run at are the, the worst. Depth. That is like knows dating a German guy with a depth. small little mustache and being like, mm, he might be Hitler. That's kind of a no, red he, flag. He and might it turns be, out to be But Hitler. he's not. Oh, he's my not. God. Yeah, yeah. He, he can run the route, but he can't catch the ball when he gets to where he needs to be. He had 13 catches in the Super Bowl. That's, that's I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. No, but but honestly, though, with 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 Mac Jones, like I said, do not get me wrong. He has not been perfect. It has been a catastrophe for the a catastrophe for this entire offense. But when Mac Jones has people coming at him all the time, when he has receivers third and four, once he gets back to his drop, no one's looking back at him. When he has receivers not running routes that they're supposed to do, when he's trying to audible at the line audible into a screenplay and the receiver he's trying to audible it with just ends up running away. So Mac Jones doesn't know what to do. It's a sack. Like what, 
Where do you guys stand on Mac Jones right now? I think his mobility is fantastic. Honestly, like that oh, Jacoby yeah. Myers touchdown, stellar. Like mm-hmm. he he honestly is far more mobile. And that's just one of the things that like I noticed. I'm like, all right, like this dude's just he's got an extra dimension to his game that I love. I want that was one of my big talking points on the show. I just wanted to throw it out there. Love how like aware he is in the pocket. For somebody who gets sacked a ton and you can't blame him when you said his left tackle's a friggin' turnstile, you're gonna get sacked a lot. But goddamn, that dude can make a play at the same time. Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, yeah. He has shown, I think if there's anything that he has gotten better at, it's it's that. It's kind of moving the pocket, running a little bit, throwing on the run, things that he can do, kind of knowing when to take off more. I think that's one thing, Liam, we both said last year that we wanted to see this year. We wanted to see him kind of take off more from the pocket. But but yeah, Al, where do you stand with him? Because I know Mm -hmm. that like, like Jacoby Myers, you do not like Matt Jones. Yeah. Wow, where, explain, where's all explain, just look, explain? Look at that little smirk on your face. Look at that. Get wipe that smirk off your face. I'm you thinking about something I'm else. Th- I'm not even smirking at that. I was thinking about uh, a joke from uh, earlier in the day. Oh, uh, you're such a liar. <laughs> you're such a liar. You're a liar. But it okay. was a good joke. Four four point plan to make Mac Jones successful in year three, and it's very very simple. This guy should be okay. selling insurance. I know. Here, here are the notes. Number one. To beef up your offensive line, signed Orlando Brown Jr. and Mike McGlinchey. Solidify the tackles. Then you have Nwenu and Strange and Andrews in the middle. Your offensive line is that much better. Boom, done. That's step one. Okay. Step two, bring in Bill O'Brien officially to be your offensive coordinator. Give Mac Jones the guy that he won a national championship with, that has worked with quarterbacks, that has worked with within the Patriots offense, and knows what he's doing offensively. Boom, done. Number three, For a quarterback's coach, so I'm not talking offensive coordinator. For a quarterback's coach, you get one of two guys. You either get Cliff Kingsbury because he's going to get fired from Arizona, or you get Frank Wright who's sitting on his ass at home because he couldn't figure figure out the Colts. Do you bring in one of those two guys? Yeah, Yeah, I would love Nick Foles to a Super Bowl. So, so, and then you get a guy with that's actually a quarterback (laughs) and actually a guy that played quarterback in the NFL and knows what it takes. That's number three. Last step, number four, give. Mac Jones, nice middle finger, by the way. Give Mac Jones a legitimate number one receiver in either DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams. They both are going to be disgruntled. I was going to bring up Devontae Adams. Adams. I was going to bring him up. Yep. That's your solution? Devontae Adams or or DeAndre Hopkins. Why don't we we just bring Randy Moss and T.O. out of retirement, too? hey, Hey, my turn. Zip it. So with that, right? You actually have a number one receiver because think about one thing, right? Josh Allen, when he got really good, was when he had Stephon Diggs in the offense with him in year three. Typically in year three, and this is confirmed by someone at 98.5 The Sports Hub that I have a good relationship with, Joe Murray. He confirmed this in year three. Name drop. Love the name drops. (laughs) He That is a situation where when you bring in the number one receiver, that's where you see a rise in the quarterback in the NFL. So offensive line. Good offensive coordinator, decent quarterback coach, get a number one receiver. I can guarantee you, because I want one more year for Mac Jones to prove it, because I know that he has it in him. You give him all four of those things, if you can, or three of the four, then he will he will make a big jump in 2023. I'm telling you right now. Liam, like uh, just, just to tell you, the Devontae Adams thing is possible, because if Devontae Adams gets traded after June 1st, the um the Raiders the, their dead money is only seven point eight million. That's it. 
But so it's not a crazy okay, thing. His cap hit is only fourteen. Josh and a half. McDaniels is conspiring to come back to the Patriots, and he ships Devontae over, and then quits and comes back to the Patriots. I there's that just seems well, remarkably unrealistic. No, because Devontae Adams went to the Raiders to specifically play with Derek Carr. Yes, Derek Carr has been. It, it actually came out today as we're recording this. Yep. It came out a few hours ago. They sent him home. They didn't just say that he's not going to. They literally sent him home. Stid the kid. Good old Jarrett Stidham is going to be the starter Sucks. for the Raiders. Sucks. So they, they're fucked. So what what would you do? What happens if Devontae Adams demands a trade? He says, I'm not going to play. I'll say that. Devontae Adams would do it. I can see him doing it. He almost did it with the Packers, with, with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. So if he says that, what, what happened if, you know, you have Belichick call, call McDaniels up? Hey. I, I see what's going on. What do you want for him? Would you would you give up a first round pick for Devontae Adams? You're goddamn right I would because it's probably going to be Absolutely. in the middle of the first round somewhere. So, of course, get rid of that. Maybe a third round pick in the next year's draft or something. The Patriots have a bunch of picks. They always have you'd, late You'd have to give up two firsts for Devontae Adams. Would, would you give up two firsts for Devontae Adams? I'd give up my firstborn son for Devontae assuming, Adams. That's not the point. Assuming he ends up restructuring his contract because he's due like forty four million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like we can speak years. in hypotheticals all we want. Like let's trade for Stefan Diggs too and Justin Jefferson while we're at it. But that's not how the <clears> fucking <throat> league works. I, I get it. it. It like the puzzle pieces kind of make sense. Where like he yeah. very well could be disgruntled. Mm -hmm. He did ask for a trade out of Green Bay. I. I still don't see it because obviously Jared Stidham isn't the long-term answer. You like yeah. to think that after the season, McDaniel's going to sit him down and go, all right, that sucked. I know he's your <laughs> boy, but we're going to get you a better quarterback. Hell, they can bring Aaron Rodgers over to the Raiders Tom if Brady. they really want to. Toxic and Tom Brady going over there. I, I don't, th I don't yeah. think Devontae wants Tom Brady if he's smart. I wouldn't anyway, want to. But... He can't even get the ball to Mike Evans. You think he's going to be able to no. get the ball to he's Devontae He's really Adams. good at checkdowns, though. Really, really good at checkdowns. Hunter um, Renfro. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter Renfro season. True, actually, that kind of that fits the mold of the Tom Brady, the uh, the white slot receiver. He might be over there in a second, but um, yeah, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, especially yeah, like, yeah. I get it. It's 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 more of a, and I think uh, it's a fun hypothetical because if, if it does if you happen, can't goddamn. Get... Oh, that'd be awesome. Even if you can't get one of those two guys, I get what I was saying. Where you you, you got to get him some some sort of number one receiver you know a you more reasonable or more like yeah i guess like more likely scenario like we get somebody like adam thielen like you know who's like toward the end of his contract like the, in the almost twilight of his career type thing that's something i see as more realistic and even yeah. then it's <clears throat> underwhelming yeah i mean here. they're gonna have a bunch of money to spend so here i'll give you guys this i'm gonna give you three names i just want you to tell me quick yes or no if you'd want them here in new england and if you think they'd be a number one option all free agents. Number one, Ugh. Alan Lazard. No. Yeah, kinda. Okay. So no Doesn't do yes. it for me. Okay. I'm slightly aroused. Okay. Number two, Mecole Hardman. No. Yes. What? Mike, you wouldn't now want me call Hardman? Why? What 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 can he do that maybe Tyquan Thornton or Nelson Aguilar can't do? Outrun a defense and actually catch the Tyquan ball. Thornton. Tyquan Thornton. Nelly's pretty fast too. Nelly, like, yeah, that's why that, that's the same thing with Alan Lazard. Like, I don't, that doesn't do it. That just seems like another duplicate to like. You can two never have enough speed though. Receiver. Like, in the wise words of that 
yeah, but asshole, I don't, Al Davis, yeah. speed kills. Like I think it'd be cool, but he he's not dynamic catching the ball either. He he's no uh, sure-handed yeah. receiver. But anyway, Al, who else? Who's your third guy? Juju Smith-Schuster. No, 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 no. No, I know, I know. Al likes him because you brought him up before when we were doing that. I do like Juju. I don't. The the thing is, for me, when I'm looking at that, none of these guys are guys that teams have to really account for in their game plan. With 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 Hardman, it's not really him. It's just the speed aspect. That's what it is. Because at at least with people like Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Hopkins, it's like you're accounting for them because they can catch it no matter what. They can run any road. They can do anything. Those three guys, and and I look too, Al, the the free agency class, if you were looking at it for wide receivers, not great going into this year. So the only way the Patriots are going to get something is if they're going to trade for someone. So I would go into this offseason, I don't think that they're going to really make any splash there unless it's some sort of – you know, draft day trade deadline thing, um, which I could see maybe that happening. They trade, you know, their first round pick and a couple, whatever for someone. But um, I don't, I don't know. Ideally for me, if you could get DeAndre Hopkins to restructure his contract, I'd want to get him here. Uh, I think that yeah. would be a realistic option, That'd but, be great, but but who knows? But again, yeah, it's, it's, it's all what ifs, but yeah. Al, I, I think what it comes. So, so you judging by the things that you said should happen to help Mac Jones, I don't think you put, anywhere near the majority of the blame on Mac Jones this year for his, what? for, for even, even, even his play, because his play, it's like the dude's getting, getting bum rushed for like half the <clears throat> snaps he takes. Like, I don't, that takes a toll the, on anybody. The, the thing about Mac is a lot of people are so quick to criticize him for everything that's happened this year. I do think the one area he's regressed a little bit at times is pocket awareness at times. Mm-hmm. Again, not all the time, but at times, yeah. just having that pocket awareness, whether or not to take a sack, whether or not to throw the ball away, like that stuff you got to start to kind of figure out in your second mm-hmm. year. You don't have to have it 100%, but you got to start to get it more often than not. And I think sometimes yeah. he's really regressed in that. But up and down. As- it's up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So sometimes looks like he's he's progressed. Sometimes it's like all this, like, like Liam was saying, where he knows to jump out of the pocket, do whatever. But then sometimes it's like, dude, what, like what? Like you're holding yeah, on just, to the ball for five seconds. Just like, get rid of get rid of the ball, or mm-hmm. just take the sack and at least stay in field goal range. So that way you can, you know, get points on the board. But that's again, this season was doomed to fail as far as the offense is concerned. Back in in training camp, you know, when you're trying to run a whole new offense, and you you know, then all of a sudden, like a month or month and a half into the season, you're scrapping it and trying to go back to things that you used to do. It's like, why didn't you just take what you did successfully in 2021? apply it to the quarterback that got you into that position. So that way he could have been better. And yep. again, you don't have to go get a top tier, like offensive coordinator, but get mm-hmm. an offensive coordinator, get someone that has done it before, get a quarterback's coach. That's actually coached quarterbacks before. Don't give me this Matt Patricia and Joe judge. Oh, they're, they're football coaches. So they should know Pat- about Patricia coach. Football. Eh, yeah. Yeah. And how well did that experiment go? kind of okay oh my god yeah that's why he he crawled back to new england <laughs> but um but again you need to make sure that he's taken care of in year three because i'm going to tell you something if in year three he regresses more and he starts playing like crap because of everything going around him i might start to be like you know what maybe it could be time to move on 
because that's a world I, I don't want to live in. I don't yeah, want to live no, in. No, and, and, and I don't either. And I don't either. He said it's because of outside factors, though. If the team isn't playing well and Mac Jones doesn't play good as a result, that's not his fault. It's I will say fault, this: if the team pieces in the system, if the team looks or resembles anything like they did this year, Mac Jones is going to be the least of everybody's worries because at that point, it's going to be. What's going on with Belichick? What's going on with every single coach? What's going on with New England, the organization as a whole? It, it's going to be a nightmare if that happens. So I don't even want to play that game at all. <laughs> but where you. do you guys stand? Because I saw, and I think we might have even texted about it, but I figured we'd bring it here real quick since we're talking about offensive coordinators. Um, the The idea that's been floated out there that the whole plan for this year for Belichick was to bring in Bill O'Brien. He wanted to finish his contract out in Alabama. Um, uh, no, not Alabama. Yeah, he's in Alabama. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was. I don't know why. For some reason, I always get that in Oklahoma mixed up. I'm not a big college guy, but just like in my head, they get mixed yeah. up. Um, but so two irrelevant states. So 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 Belichick wasn't going to what wasn't going to tamper with that. So what did he want to do instead of bringing an outside guy in? And I saw this take only one place on Twitter. So it's really not being talked about that much. Cause it's not like the cool thing to talk about. Um, what if instead of bringing in a bunch of new guys to run stuff, he said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. going to bring in Joe judge, going to bring in Patricia guys who have been here before technically in-house guys, even though they were gone for a little bit. So you wouldn't have to reteach them everything. They know some of the players, they know the tips of the uh, tricks of the trade, all that stuff. And then next year is when he goes out there and gets Bill O'Brien. And I say Bill O'Brien as Bill O'Brien, because that was the plan all along. I'm not saying that's going to make this team go fucking 16 and one, but I'm saying, I think that seems like that was the plan because I can't think of any other, it, it just seems like that's where we're going with the, you know, reports out there and all that stuff. So it makes what, sense. Did you what say you do? Did you hear that somewhere or is that something that you thought of personally? So I, I thought about that a couple or uh, a couple weeks ago. And then I saw on Twitter some, I don't even know who it was. I think it was just a, uh, someone with like a couple hundred followers. So like no one big, no blue check mark, but they kind of said the same thing they, they had like this long thread about it. And I was like, all right, so it's being talked about and thought about more. I am in no way, shape or form saying that. I was the first one to think it, but I was at least the, I haven't seen it that much, if at all. So okay. I don't know. I, if I think if the Patriots had a really bad 2021, like if they weren't a playoff team, if they struggled and everything, I'd be like, okay, that does kind of make sense to give you a future plan. Excuse me. But I think because you had such a successful season and then you want to kind of build off of it, and build back toward being a contender. I don't know if I buy that full. And it's not because of Bill O'Brien per se or Bill Belichick, but it's like, why would you want to regress just to try to get back to where you were in 2021 and then basically be a year behind schedule when you could have well, just wait, kept wait, wait. What do you what do you mean? Time? What do you mean so, regress? Because my maybe, maybe I didn't explain it right. What do you mean? So regressing being like, okay, the offense was getting better in 2021 because in 2020. Mm -hmm. With Cam Newton, it was a terrible year. They had no talent. They, they, Shut up, Liam. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> like, it, it truly was a terrible right. seven and nine. Al, yeah, so 2021. Yes. 2021. So, tw so 2021, you come in, you have an offense that's not top 10, but at least the top half of the league. Mm -hmm. And you have a quarterback that is in place. You had a legit OC. Now, I know he went to Vegas, but I guess mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is, why would you wait around for a year and risk 
the team going in a forward direction where it's like, okay, you went 10 and seven, you got smoked in the wild card. Your next goal should be, all right, 10 and seven or 11 and six, maybe win the wild card, get to the divisional round. But instead, you're like waiting for Bill O'Brien to come around. So you're willing to go backwards in 2022. Okay. Just to okay, kind of go I back. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a long, it. so, it's a long term move. Like I, I know what you're saying. It's kind yeah. of suspect, but because I think the only reason I think that is because I feel like the plan was for and like we don't know all like the intricacies no. of the conversation that happened or whatever. But I just feel like the plan right. was when McDaniel's left, we're, we're going to get Bill O'Brien in here. Maybe Belichick yeah. didn't did really solidify that with Bill O'Brien. Clearly, he didn't. Whatever he thought it was. Then he said, okay, well, instead of, because, because what's he going to do? Because at that point, McDaniels is gone. Bill O'Brien at this point has said, Hey, I'm going to finish out my contract. Let's just say he said, I'll come in 2023. Belichick's in kind of a shitty position. What's he going to do? He's not going to hire a, in, uh, an offensive coordinator, like some, some good one or a name, because why would that person want to come here? If Belichick can't promise them a long-term contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what he yeah. does and, and, and it sucks because like you're in this weird thing, but it's just like a stopgap. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm going to bring in guys that I know I feel comfortable with them. I yeah. don't think that they're going to completely destroy the fucking offense like they did or, or, or not. Again, it's not all on them, but just uh, they are the the names being attached to it. So I, I think it was just it was it was a plan that Belichick was forced into because of the Bill O'Brien situation, assuming he's coming in. Now, if he's not coming in, I have no fucking idea what, what yeah. this was all about. But assuming he is coming in, I think Belichick said, you know what? I'm going to try to make do with what I can because Belichick, like I said, how many, how many, how many, any offensive coordinators worth their great worth, you know, worth their name are going to come in if they're like, all right, yeah, I'm ready to go. And Belichick's like, cool. Well, I just need you for one year because my plan is to have Bill O'Brien because I kind of already have something going on with him. Well well, even so, if he didn't I plan to have all, Bill O'Brien, all he needed was a fuck buddy. That's all he needed. Like, even if he didn't plan and diligently say, like, next year we'll have Bill O'Brien, like bringing in a name as a random offensive coordinator just to bring in somebody new, like when you wanted somebody else, mm-hmm. even if he didn't, even if he's not guaranteeing to hire Bill O'Brien in the next year, why would you build up with somebody else? And hey, maybe they're great. But if Bill didn't want him in the end up, if they end up gr- being great, then even still Bill's like, eh, like you're doing well, but I don't exactly trust you. I didn't really want you in the first place. If they suck, like then they're the st- scapegoat type ge- deal. I know what you're saying. Uh, it kind of makes sense to me when you put it that way. But of course, like you said, if they don't hire Bill O'Brien, then we're like, ooh, this is this is bad. What so, we weird. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so if you wanted to hire in-house, I understand that. Why not then just promote Nick Cayley? Why not promote Nick Cayley, who's a guy that's worked with offensive players and stuff before? I know he worked with like tight ends and everything, but he's a guy that at least he worked with McDaniels a little bit. So it would be kind of similar concepts. I thought of that. Patricia was a head coach. It's not like he never worked with offensive players ever. So why? But he's never been. Sorry, Mike, just one sec. He hasn't been an offensive, but he's never been an offensive coordinator. Head coach, I understand Mm -hmm. you're taking kind of everything. But he never had a season, Liam, where he was like, okay, I'm just focusing on the offense. I'm just focusing on what needs to be offensively schemed up for each week. Yeah, That's but you're where barely have- focused on the t- uh, offense if you're just coaching the tight ends. You're coaching depth in specific but you, plays. But you, you don't keep going. You don't control the plays. You're just telling them to run them. 
But you also keep going. So here's the thing, Liam. You also keep going back to the fact that Patricia was a head coach. Great. Josh McDaniels was a head coach in Denver. And then, yeah, and then look what happened. He did so bad. He had to go back to the Patriots. He had to go back to the Patriots, (laughs) back into a role where he's comfortable to finally get a shot to coach the Colts, takes the job, then resigns from the job, comes back to New England for a couple more years, then finally takes the Raiders' job. How many years in between did that take? At least yeah. probably like eight or nine. I don't love the guy. In his defense, he yeah. had Smokin' Sigs, Jay Cutler, and Kyle Orton as quarterbacks in Denver. Tell me, what are you going to do with that? Uh, Listen, I don't I want a guy. I don't want a guy that finished 13-29-1 in his three years in Detroit with Matt Stafford, with a guy that, you know, could be – People are arguing a borderline Hall of Famer. Detroit's football hell. It is, but he still chose to go there. He still chose to take the job. And guess what? He chose to take the money. His best season was his first season when they went 6-10 and 10 in 2018. Yep. And by the way, remember that year? His first win was against the Patriots. Yes. So Amendola killed us. So again, right? No, so sad. again, So again, Matt Patricia, he was a head coach. He was a very good defensive coordinator. I can give him that. But it goes back to he never, ever, ever was a legit offensive coordinator. So when you put that into the system because you're like, you know what? He's a football coach. He's a guy that's just no football, and he's going to make this work. Obviously, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for 15 games. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not going to say 15. I'll say like 12 or 13 because he had one or two yeah. games where they had, they had some decent points. Yeah. Like the Browns, the Vikings, I, I can give that. That's fine. But again, why is it a situation – that now we're realizing, oh, shoot, we should have probably had a legit guy in here because now we have a second-year quarterback that's getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. We have a second-year quarterback that did really well in 2021. Why is he struggling in 2022? And part of that, not all of it, but part of it is because of the guy that is responsible for helping him go to the next level as an NFL quarterback, and that's Matt Patricia. Yeah, so I and I think to to go back to – to, to the question you asked, you know, why didn't Nick Cayley go in there? You got to look at it from that point of view where what's Belichick, how, how appealing is that to Nick Cayley to say, Hey buddy, so this is what I need. I need you to run the offense, come up. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to name you the offensive coordinator, but I need you to run the offense. Uh, you're going to get a lot of flack, a lot of stuff. Cause you know, being an offensive coordinator, if things go wrong, you're going to get the shit for it. But the next year, I'm going to need to go back to coaching tight ends because, as you know, I'm bringing in Bill O'Brien. Like, I just, I don't, that's a hard sell. Or, and then you got to think of it from Belichick's point of view. I'm going to bring you up. What happens if your name all of a sudden gets sprinkled out there and then you get poached by another team in the, in the, because right now, Nick Cayley's name really, other than it's, it's not out there as much as it would be as if he was the one, the de facto offensive coordinator. I just think that's why it was, it was, it's a, I, I wouldn't expect Belichick to, to ask that of this coach. And I wouldn't expect Nick Cayley to want to do that. Cause that's like one of those things where it's like, so what I'm like your substitute teacher till you come back from fucking vacation and, you know, sandals, Jamaica. Like, that's I don't how the know. Patriots do like, it. would it, would it have been, would it have been good? No, no, they've never done that with coaches though. Have bring no, them up I and know, then throw I them know. back it, down. It's a, it's, it's a just structure. it's a it's a shitty. Very clearly, it is a shitty situation. It's a shitty offense. I think Belichick had a plan. The plan there was some sand in the gears and things got stuck. 
and, and I feel like Belichick just went with what he thought would work, you know, talking to Patricia, Patricia was a head coach. So even though he wasn't working directly in the offense, he was exposed to it for years. So, and, and he was also like a special, whatever, uh, like a special advisor in 2021 too, for a little bit. So he was already in house. Belichick probably they sat down they were like listen we're going to kind of revamp an offense here we're going to do some things what ideas do you have Belichick liked the ideas obviously um and and things just didn't work out I think it it just comes down to Belichick made a choice made a decision in a tough situation whether it was self-imposed or not um and it just didn't work it's clearly not working and again we'll see if Bill O'Brien does not come here and there there was no there never was a grand plan, then I will come on here and say, and, and roast Belichick because otherwise it doesn't make sense to me. Like how, how this, how happened. did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't, I don't know. That's, that's just my thoughts on it. So I don't, I don't know. I, I hope Bill O'Brien comes here. If not Bill O'Brien, get an actual offensive coordinator because it might not even be Bill O'Brien. It might be Bill was trying to get other people in. Timelines didn't add up. And he was like, well, shit, I need a quick thing. If we're talking crazy, ludicrous, hypothetical scenarios, even though I don't think he'd settle for anything less than a head coaching job. Ooh, who? Bring, bringing in Sean Payton would yep. be awesome. I knew you were going to say Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, you imagine tight. Belichick and Sean Payton ruining oh, the God. NFL? Goodell's worst nightmare. He's going back to New Orleans. It's the yeah, worst kept secret. He's so going too. back to New Orleans. Oh, hundred percent, so. as he should. And like, if he went anywhere else, I'd probably hate him. But yeah, just imagine. It's just fun to think about. That's oh, cool. it would be fun. It's it'd fun. Be, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, but okay, yeah, I don't. I I have nothing else about this game. This game sucked. Um, cool little fucking tease at the end. Little blue balls at the end there. I have. Yeah. I have nothing else. I'm kind of ready to uh, to move on, wrap this up, unless you guys have any parting words about this game that you didn't get out when we were, we're talking We're on to about Miami. It. We're on to Miami. We So we are literally on to Miami. Uh, the season is pretty much in the balance. There is a way. Um, actually, no, they have to win in Miami. Uh, th- there is a way if they win here, they don't technically have to beat the Bills, but a lot of things have to happen. The Jets have to lose this week. It, it, there's a lot of shit. So you got to win in Miami. Um, Tua is out. That is huge. That Uh is huge. And if you motherfuckers aren't optimistic about this team going into this Miami game, strictly because Tua is out, I don't know what I'm going to do. I I might just be mad online about it. So I am very pumped about the Patriots. Teddy Bridgewater is not beating this defense. I'm sorry. And I know we said that about fucking quarterback X or whatever. But this is Teddy Two Gloves, okay? This is Teddy Two Gloves. He is not Teddy, Teddy H two O under the overpass. He uh, like <laughs> come come on come on the what are we and even if Marcus Jones is not playing, I still just do not see the Dolphins with Teddy Bridgewater beating the Patriots. It would be in looking at this team how it is, the Patriots should lose to Miami because that's how this team should lose. Two is out. Hopes are high. Everybody's like, oh, my God, we got a chance. And they fucking lose to Teddy Bridgewater. 
<laughs> but I just, I, I can't, I see the misery coming. If the misery is going to come, I see it in a curb stomping by the bills in the last week of the year. I don't think it happens this weekend. I am very high on this team right now. And if the Patriots make the playoffs, look the fuck out because they are the team that nobody wants to play, but they'll say that they want to play them, but nobody wants to play Bill Belichick and Matthew Judon and Devin McCourty and Adrian Phillips and Christian motherfucking Barmore in the playoffs. And Ramondre All Stevenson. defensive players. Okay. I said, that's why I said Aaron Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> no one, no one wants to play. And God forbid Kendrick Bourne gets a couple balls thrown his way. Look out, guys. Look at if Devontae Parker the is back, guys, we're going yep. to the Super Bowl. Um, so I am I'm I'm very high on this team. I do think they pull out the win because because they You're have to because they have to. They have to win this game. Tua being out if Tua was in. I would still say that the Patriots are going to win, but I would not be meaning it. I would be, it would be all just podcast, Mike. This is real, Mike. The Patriots are going to win this game. It is as simple as that. Tua is not playing. I have to say it eight times because I'm also trying to reconvince myself as I'm talking about it. But just Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, I, I can see him throwing two, three picks. I mean, I just, I, and I know Tyreek Hill is here. Tyreek Hill had what, 94 yards last game or, or last time he played the Patriots kind of inconsequential yards, except for, I think there was like one big one there, but um, I don't know. I'm high on them. I think they pull it out. Um, don't give a shit who does what anything. This team doesn't deserve a game breaker. They're not going to get one. Um, I already know you, you fucking glass half empty motherfuckers are going to say, but speak on the Miami game for a little bit before we go. All right, let me take the reins here, Al. I was going to let uh, you anyway. There we go. Beauty. Run the horse into the ground because that's what you okay. want to do. Uh, I also think they should win. Teddy Bridgewater, well, yeah. I like him. Seems like a cool should. dude. Teddy Dugloves. Teddy's you know, he he's not that good. This defense nope. should just assault him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually believe that divisions, you know, you split against good teams in the division, unless you're playing the Jets, then you always sweep the Jets. That's just yep. the rule of nature. Yep. So, you know, I really think they should win this game. But, you know, the last two games, I just can't help but think it's going to end terribly. Like, I feel like it's going to come down to, like, us kicking a field goal, and they're going to catch the missed field goal and run it back on <laughs> nine yards for a touchdown. Like, oh, Don't like, put that I, out there. I, I, I'm oh, truly no. worried about how they're going to fuck this up at the end of the game. In fact, like, I'm worried to watch this game. I, I would much rather, in my next life, come back as one of Michael Vick's dogs then sit through another game where they destroy my hopes and dreams after giving me hope. And I am just not sure if I'm prepared for it. It's going to be tough. I'll probably watch everything up until the fourth quarter, then cower under my blanket and cry and wait for the text to come in from you guys to let me know if they won or not. <laughs> like it's a scary movie. Yeah, yeah. like like they're, like Jason Voorhees is on the main floor of my house, and I'm upstairs waiting for him to hack me up into small bits and drag me out the back in a trash bag. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, all signs point to this should be a win. Still trust Bill Belichick. <laughs> so, <clears throat> go Patriots, but goddamn, like, it, if they lose... Mm. I, you're gonna oh. find me dangling from the ceiling fan. What's your, what's your final what's your final score prediction? Oh Christ! I mean, like I said, it's either something disastrous where like they win by like four points 
on like some dumbass pick six or something to lose the game, or we win 24-14. Honestly, 25-7. Boring. I don't, I don't yeah. think I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is really going to put up that many points, but hell, like I said, we could lose uh, ten to just three, us, uh, ten just to us. seven. Yeah, we could lose ten to seven and like That's some dumbass shit. If you shit. just put us out on the field, we might still lose because yeah. we'll just beat ourselves. Like if you put 100%. Patriots against the Patriots, Patriots yeah. are going to lose every oh, yeah. outcome. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a tie. Yeah. It, it, oh my god. So so you're picking the Patriots, even though b- begrudgingly you are picking begrudgingly the because I know it's going to be like watching you know a, a cartel member decapitate somebody in my family on TV. It's going to be a brutal watch. Al, <sighs> bring us bring us down. Yep. Al, it, it's really just me because Liam, because Liam is very much down. He's just like he he is like reaching his hand out of the dirt in the grave just for like one last like pull me out, pull me out. But he is still very much down in the dumps with you. I I am the one whistling through the graveyard, quite literally. You are, um, you are? Al. What do you think? Uh, so I, I think it's going to come down to a couple things. I think first of all, what nobody talks about is Miami's running game, especially with Jeff Wilson Jr. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, Raheem Mostart's on that team too, if I'm not mistaken. He right? is. Guy okay, so, so their so their running backs are decent, but I think the Patriots' defensive line is good enough to keep the Miami running game in check, mm-hmm. especially if Barmore gets going and Lawrence Guy, Devon Godchow, obviously Judon and Uche and everything else. I think that that the Patriots can keep the Miami running game in check. Where I have the issues is the two receivers, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Now they're small; they're both only five ten. Now mm-hmm. here's the thing. Ordinarily, if the Patriots were healthy, I'd be like, okay, the corners, I think, have a good chance here. But you ha- you're you going into that game potentially without Jalen Mills, Jack Jones, and potentially Marcus Jones now. He has a concussion. He might not play on Sunday. So if those three yeah. guys are out, you're going to have Jonathan Jones probably covering Tyreek Hill would be my bet with something mm-hmm. like McCourty or Phillip Shading, similar to the 2018 AFC Championship game when Hill was with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But then who's going to cover Jalen Waddle? Uh, Miles Bryant, like who are you gonna have cover him? That's my whole thing. This is Devin Cordy's last Jesus. meaningful game. I will put him back at corner if I have to. Like I would, I would almost rather that and have Phillips play safety or have Phillips play like a, a corner position. You're probably gonna see Sean Wade in there for a little oh, bit too. God. So exactly. So that's my concern. And with the I'm way this Patriots late. team shoots themselves in the foot offensively, I think it's gonna be close. But I got Miami winning this game 21 to 17. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be no, it's comfy and I'm cold. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a close game. I think they're going to keep it competitive, but I think they're just going to find a way to once again shoot themselves in the foot and just drop another one and just shatter our hearts even more. Now I hope I'm wrong and I eat shit for it. I really do. But I, I, wanna, I don't know. I want to clip your nuts so bad right now. But I can't. The Patriots have given me no ground to stand on. You very well may be right. <laughs> like they may Liam, you made and a joke that they're gonna right. kick the ball and the Dolphins right. are gonna pick it. That, if if that's how it ends, oh god. They might they might go to kick it and Nick Folk trips and one of the defenders literally grabs the ball right from the placeholder and just runs down. And then they in some sick twisted thing, they lateral the ball a hundred times, but like we miss it. I don't know. Or like we catch it, then fumble it again. I, something 
I I could see I could see a world where that happens. I choose to live in the world where the Patriots win this game 23 to 12. Yeah, weird score, 23 to 12. I think there's I think there's a missed extra point. Might as well go for goals. another unprecedented final score. Why not? Maybe they go for two at one point, then kick a field goal. Who knows? Uh or no, that still won't get them there, but who knows? Who knows what they do? Um, but I just season's on the line season is on the line um this is going to be a a heavy a heavy stress a heavy drinking game this is not going to be fun um at all oh this fucking game is on new year's day too so you know what the worst part about this is we are all going to be hung over tired from new year's eve it yeah yeah, New Year's Day, Sunday. That's that's January first, baby. Is it a one o'clock start... game? I yeah yeah no, they kept it a one o'clock game. Um, oh fuck, that makes everything worse. Oh my god, people are going to be throwing up watching the game and because they're drinking. Oh god, I was going to go to bed and, at one. That sucks. And it's going to be the new. It's going to be a new year. So now it's like oh, new year, new me. Be better... Yeah, new year, new me. You know, if 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 the Patriots win this game. You you will get a tweet or no when the fuck that when the Patriots win this game you're gonna get a tweet from Tuck Rule takes New Year New Me nice picture of Mac Jones grabbing an ankle maybe even kicking some Bears guy in the dick because he's the dirtiest player in the league apparently I saw now. that did you see that um, from whatever yeah the fucking yeah like honestly in the whole slide thing with Mac Jones just to really transition before we dip out Mac Jones sliding with his foot up there's 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 videos of all quarterbacks doing that um I don't there's think also that's videos dirty. of all quarterbacks getting bodied when they so slide it, so ex, ex, exactly the brian burns thing we've talked about that nauseam that's yeah. not dirty um the and, and then like the block that he threw on eli apple i get what he's saying if, if players want to call that dirty or whatever it is what it is mac jones is not a dirty player Shut it's eli up. apple i would have done much worse he's yeah. awful god i don't if anything I, mac I jones did the league a favor get that dude off the I field don't know. I, awful it's, just awful it's dumb but uh but yeah if the, if the patriots win Next week's episode is going to be New Year, New Me. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. We're going to come in here, Crack guns blazing, everybody's happy. Um, if the Patriots lose, Al, you will not be back um, because you will be the <laughs> you'll be cut. Uh, we will we yeah yeah much, we're gonna much have like to, Jacoby Myers is going to be after the season. You're gonna we're going to have cut. to Jonas Gray you and just say, yeah. listen, man, you put up some big you know you know you you, you put up some you stats had a good for performance, us, but you know your time's come. Your time is come. under understandable. I, I completely Good. understand the move. Good. Al's like, Good. I'll resign. Don't even bother. It's <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm out. Well, yeah, I'm going to pull a Richard Nixon slide out the back door. I'm, I'm going to be Tyree Kill to receivers. <laughs> just give the peace sign and say, see yeah. Tyree Kill uh, over under 80 yards receiving. Real quick, guys. Over. Under. Motherfucker under. I don't think Tyree Kill, the, the Patriots are going to put a clamp on him. Jalen Waddle is going to have a big game. Um, and then it's all going to be Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. So um, we'll see. We'll see. The next time you see us, it'll be 2023. God, please, after a Patriots win, I'm not ready for this season to be over yet. Because uh, it's not over, even though you guys said it was last year. I mean, last game. So piss off. Patriots over Miami. Here we go. For Big Al, Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. Just... Go Patriots. Just just win, baby. Just win, baby, win. Just, <laughs> just win, win, baby, win. Uh, just win. We're out.